This is the Passive Real Estate Podcast, the premier podcast for passive real estate investors. Matt Jones interviews experienced passive investors who share their industry secrets and active investors who show you different ways to invest passively. Welcome back to the Passive Real Estate Podcast. I'm Matt Jones, and today I'll be discussing 10 of the common mistakes that syndication sponsors make and how you, as a passive investor, can avoid some of these pitfalls. So number one is lack of due diligence or not good enough due diligence. This is really a classic case of when syndication sponsors who don't do their homework can land you themselves and your money in hot water. Due diligence is key. Sponsors must thoroughly research the property, the market, and the track record of their partners, such as the property management, and also analyze market trends. So the real estate market is constantly evolving. Ignoring market trends can lead to investing in properties or locations that are really no longer desirable. Uh, doing a deal just to do a deal is a bad reason to do a deal. Passive investors should ensure that their sponsors are staying updated with current market conditions and doing proper due diligence and adapt their strategies accordingly. So property or passive investors should do their own due diligence as well and ask questions to ensure that they're comfortable with the investment and uh, everybody that's involved with this syndication sponsorship. Uh, number two mistake is over committing or sometimes under committing. So this one's really about finding balance. Doing too much or too little can have consequences in real estate. Uh, sponsors need to strike a balance between providing adequate resources and not overextending themselves. So what I mean is that if a sponsor is doing too many deals and they don't have the team or systems to handle them all, they're going to do things pretty poorly. So you should assess the sponsor's commitment and strategy to avoid unpleasant surprises. Number three mistake is poor contractual agreements. So you know, making sure your ducks are in a row with all the contracts. You know, uh, they're really the backbone of any syndication deal. So contracts should protect both the sponsors as well as the passive investors. It's vital to understand the terms, including uh, revenue sharing, exit strategies, uh, dispute resolution, that kind of stuff. Do not hesitate to consult legal advice if needed. And so I just want to say I am not a lawyer or a, a tax attorney or a, a CPA. So so don't take my advice. Go seek the actual professionals with this kind of thing. So number uh, four is not monitoring progress sufficiently well. So this emphasizes the need for continuous oversight on the part of the sponsors. If, you know, for example, if you're putting all your eggs in the same basket, then watch the basket. Uh, failing to monitor the progress of a real estate project can result in missed opportunities to address issues and make necessary adjustments. So that sponsor really needs to pay attention to how well they're doing or how well the project is doing and you as the passive investor pay attention to how well the sponsor is paying attention themselves. Number five is neglecting quality control. Sponsors should ensure that the what they're doing um, for the property is maintaining a certain level of quality to meet expectations and maintain the reputation of the property as well as the business. So call out sponsors who aren't doing proper quality control. You know, you know, for example, like paying attention, like I mentioned with monitoring progress, how well is the property management doing their job? And is the sponsor calling out that property manager if they're not doing a good enough job? You know, if they're not doing that, if they're ignoring problems and hoping for them to get better on their own, well, let me tell you, that's not going to happen. You got to do quality control. Number six mistake is failure to adapt. In rapidly changing uh, landscapes, 
with the, the laws and, and the, the market, sponsors must be adaptable and open to changing, you know, with the market conditions uh, or, or changing people like the contractors or, or PM if they aren't doing their, their what they're supposed to, changing with new technologies or changing with, with new local regulations. The laws change from time to time with taxes and things like that and what's allowed and what's not allowed. So you as a passive investor should also pay attention to those things, ask questions of that sponsor and hold your sponsors accountable for adapting to what's going on with the market and the property. Mistake number seven is poor communication. And this one I see all the time from sponsors. Uh, you know, having like misaligned goals and, you know, you know, sponsors should have a clear aligned goals for what's going on with the property, uh, you know, both amongst themselves and with the passive investors. Miscommunication or conflicting objectives can lead to conflicts and suboptimal outcomes. So, Staying informed about the project's uh, progress is really crucial for you as the passive investor. You know, one thing I see or I, that I have seen before is where, like, let's say there's five syndication sponsors as part of the team, and no one is really has a, a clear control of like who who's in control of overseeing the property management, for example. And if all five uh, syndication sponsors are telling that one property manager five different ways to handle a problem, well, that property management uh, is going to have a tr you know difficult time handling that problem. So uh, is there good communication both within that sponsorship team as well as to you as a passive investor? Because if there's not good communication at some point there, that's a red flag, a major red flag. So um, you, you should be receiving some regular communication or updates from the sponsor and so and be prepared to step in if necessary to ensure that the project stays on track. Uh, mistake number eight is underestimating costs. Sponsors really need to budget for everything from marketing to repairs to uh, renovations and, and um, payroll costs and things like that. And to ensure that that business plan is executed sufficiently well. So there will be unexpected things, of course, but you can still prepare for those with adequate reserves. So look into all this uh, with the sponsors underwriting and ask questions with them to make sure that they're estimating what their costs are going to be appropriately. Mistake number nine is doing a bad job with legal and regulatory uh, compliance. Sponsors have to be aware and comply with legal and regulatory requirements under the SEC, state laws, local laws. Have your attorney review the paperwork and the business plan to look for any major red flags with that. Number 10 mistake is not planning for contingencies. Of course, you never know what's going to happen with real estate, but you can know things are going to go wrong. And if you're not prepared for them, then you're going to be eating your hat uh, before too long. Unexpected challenges are going to arise during any kind of real estate investment. So sponsors have to have contingency plans in place to address those kind of issues. So, uh, for example, uh, one thing I see sometimes is uh, sponsors who, instead of raising capital in the, the forefront to handle the capex and you know the renovations and, and repairs and things like that, instead of doing that, they rely on the cash flow. So they think like, oh, this property is going to cash flow enough that we can just roll that money right in into paying contractors and such and materials to do the renovations to bring this property up uh, to what it needs to be. But if you're not actually planned for that kind of stuff, then you're planning to fail essentially. And of course, like I said, random stuff happens. Your building might caught on fire and your insurance doesn't cover it. Or um, you know, a big uh, worldwide pandemic might happen and you're not prepared. So you got to have proper reserves to be able to handle whatever may come. All right. 
So those are the top 10 uh, mistakes that I think sponsors make, but but really there's a ton of other mistakes as well out there. So you know, paying attention, do your due diligence of the uh, property of the deal, and more importantly, the sponsor themselves, that's going to help you steer clear of many of these pitfalls from these mistakes. Uh, and uh, you're making sure that the paperwork and and like the uh, the legal paperwork is in order as well. So uh, I thank you for joining me on this episode. If you enjoyed it as well, uh, share it with somebody you know who might enjoy it as well. And uh, also for the next episode, I'm excited. I'm going to be talking about real estate crowdfunding for passive investors. So stay tuned for that and have a great rest of your day. Subscribe to this podcast to stay updated on new episodes. Leave a review to let us know that you enjoy the content. There are tons of ways to invest in real estate that you can explore by reading Matt Jones's book called Book About Real Estate. It summarizes many top real estate books all in one. Find it on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, Google Play, or barnesandnoble.com. If you want to learn more about passive real estate investing, go to hawkwingcapital.com.